Hello, everybody. And I want to just welcome all of my watchers and all of my listeners to the very first episode of Limelight Insights. And it is such a privilege to bring you this brand new podcast series from Power Up Coaching. And we are launching today and the date is the 6th of October. And October is a very special month for me when it comes to launching. I launched my business, I launched my ministry, and I launched all of my my entrepreneurial pursuits in the month of October. And it's been 10 years since I've been in business this year. So I have great pleasure in introducing to you our very special guest and we have on the screen we have Mary G Evans joining us and gracing us with this very first episode the genesis if you like of Limelight Insights and the purpose of this particular podcast as you'll learn over the coming months weeks and months and years is about us bringing together influential leaders from all across the globe to share their wisdom, to share their insights and to share their learnings from their lives, from their business and how they can actually pass those uh, nuggets of wisdom onto you to enhance your life, your money and also your business as well. So we're so honoured to have Mary with us today. Mary, if you just want to say a quick hello and then I'll introduce you. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. Good to be here. Fantastic. So let me tell you a little bit about Mary and really how she became the number one um, diamond person to actually take us through the launching of Limelight Insights. I met Mary um, about six to seven months ago. Absolutely beautiful heart, beautiful lady. And we were in a coaching program together and we just ended up getting on a buddy call. And it was amazing. The synergy and the likeness of our spirits just connected from day one would you agree with that Mary yes we were like sisters from another mother oh it was a a few different things but yeah we were really (laughs) connected absolutely amazing and I was just besotted with Mary I was besotted with what she stood for I was besotted with what she was going to bring to the world and I just thought it really apt what a better way to launch this you know limelight insight series with a guru with a woman of wisdom with a woman that's wealthy in knowledge in heart and in spirit but also has a lot to bring to the table I'm so excited to hear her story, to hear where she's come from and what she's planning to do going forward, okay? Because really and truly, you know, what Mary has taught me is that it's really not over until the fat bird or the cookie starts crowing, right? So it's amazing. So what does Mary do? Mary is a life management consultant, okay? She is an author of a book called My Estates Management Guide and My Life and Legacy Plan, How to Design Your Legacy, Will to Preserve the Values and the Life Experiences of Others. Phenomenal work she's doing. She's also the founder and life management consultant and advanced legal training institute. She's got 20 25 years experience guys as an executive trainer and a professional speaker so we found some synergy there mary's also a certified conflict resolution and mediator specialist she has management training specialist at the fortune 500 companies she's also the producer and the host of voice of the valley which is a television show that she hosts in her own hometown mary has a ba at willamette university um, secondary teaching 
credential. So you can see, guys, I'm not bringing you somebody who is just off the cuff here. I'm bringing somebody here who has a wealth of experience, a wealth of stature, and quite a few letters behind her name. <laughs> so Mary, uh, thank you so much for gracing these Limelight Insights with your presence today. And I'd love for you to start off by telling us, you know, a little bit more about who you are, what you do, and just I'll begin to ask you some questions from there, my darlings. Perfect. Well, thank you for inviting me and I'm excited to be here. I do have kind of a varied background. I graduated from college, started teaching junior high school. That didn't, I was not a good enough disciplinarian for that mm -hmm. job. So I went into Hewlett Packard and got involved in management training, which I love, which working with adults and when you're at a company and you get invited to a training program, that's like a day out of school. So that's a big deal. Had a lot of fun. Then I left that uh, company to start my own consulting practice. And I did what is called here in California in the United States, professional organizing, Ooh. where you go into people's homes and offices and help them organize paper, etc. And at that time, I was young and had three little kids and, you know, just thought you could manage a big, huge job and mm -hmm. a family and a home and keep your relationship going. And I have since come to realize that that is almost impossible. Sure. Or you need a huge amount of help. So mm. when you see these women on TV and they just had a baby and then they show up again, I promise you they have a lot of help. They yes. probably have a professional organizer. <laughs> Sounds like an interesting them. role. Mm. Yeah. And through my work in consulting, and, and a lot of that was uh, working in law firms mm -hmm. and working with women attorneys. Um, I remember once I worked with a gal, she wasn't even close to five feet tall. Wow. And she <laughs> was the only woman in the firm. And many times the partners would come in and start giving her orders. And I said, well, number one, we got to get you bigger. Sure, <laughs> so <sure. laughs> as soon as they come to the door, I want you to number one, stand up. Mm. Hopefully you've got a pair of heels underneath the desk. You can slip <laughs> Somehow make sure. And so I realized I was teaching a lot about boundaries and being right. and speaking up. Mm. And um, I just became really uh, interested in how I can support women. Yes. Being able to ask for more, no matter mm. where they are. Mm. And this concept of leadership in that you may be running your own company now especially if you're involved with working with Nettie right but even if you are at home and raising children mm. you are a leader that's I right absolutely you're doing every day your children are watching you learning from you and mm. someday mm. it will come back to you you'll realize how important it was that you led them and taught them so I, I just want, I, I just feel like women sometimes don't honor themselves. Enough. Absolutely agree. Uh, absolutely. So, yes. Nettie gets that. And yes. 
so I had my consulting work, my organizing mm. work, raising kids. Life was good. And at one point, this is route probably almost 15 years ago, mm-hmm. I had something happen that was very traumatic. I had four people in my family, right. all of whom were like healthy, normal. Mm. Um, I had just been at my mom's house for a birthday party, came home uh, as best as I knew. My sure. son bed with a bad cold all these people died Mm. oh my word through uh, i can't even describe it and if Mm. you've not experienced this personally had someone passed away maybe it was a grandparent or something it's huge you have all sorts of legal things to handle financial things plus you're planning a funeral plus you're feeling grief Mm -hmm. and um in many cases, uh, I, I got the phone call that every parent doesn't want to get that sure. in the middle of the night that my son had been in a car accident. Um, so what I did as a result of this and moving through all this mm, change mm. was I became very interested in estate planning and end of life planning. Right, you right. Say, well, what I do end of life planning I'm fine I'm 35 or whatever well I'm here to tell you um you just don't know Mm -hmm, absolutely you're learning that with this virus Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of course of course so I I wrote my first book because I adore pets about okay estate planning and sure what's that about well, it's really no different than people estate planning. Okay, right, right. What you do is you, you uh, determine, uh, you choose to put some money aside and you give that to a person who's your financial caretaker. Right. And then you put another, another person who mm-hmm. chooses, that you choose to have as your uh physical caretaker for your pet right right got it kind of a check on each other Mm. right Mm. so um let's just say in an estate plan Mm -hmm. for your child you would have the same thing you would have someone to handle the money to take Mm -hmm. care of Mm -hmm. your child and then someone else who the child may live with so my goal in writing the pet protection legal care plan mm-hmm. was that people would say hmm, this isn't that complicated I bet right. I could do this for my family okay so now I am dedicated to coaching women mm. and men and families about end of life planning about the legal right. financial last wishes yes the biggest part that we often don't think about is what I call legacy, which right, is right. remembered. And yes, yes. You know, what do you want to have said at your funeral? Mm, what do you mm. want to kind of be known for? And people, someone might say, oh, well, I don't know. I, you know, it's not like I wrote a concerto. Right. Okay. You, you did something. Yes, and absolutely. Just, just to give you an idea, this mm. is what I would like to be mine it's really simple three things i came up one is that i was a very good friend right devoted and dedicated and a good friend 
Mm. Um, second thing was that I was kind of like a human Google. I, <laughs> I love that human I, Google. <laughs> you ask me questions about gardening. Yes, yes. Egypt, and I can probably answer a lot of questions. Sure. Maybe not a lot of depth. Mm. And um, the the third thing is that I was the best mother that I Lovely. could be. And, Love and I don't yeah. know, I'm, I'm a single mother and I'm not right. really sure how well I did there, but I am convinced of this, mm-hmm. that I did the very best I could. Awesome. Awesome. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question, um, Mary, for somebody who's out there listening to this right now, and they're hearing all this languaging about, you know, end of life care, planning. And you mentioned earlier on that, you know, obviously we know that death can happen to us at any particular time and that it's not often maybe when you're in the, you know, you're younger, say 50 and and below that you start thinking about having to plan for your end of life. Right. We just don't because we're living life. We're enjoying it, you know, throwing away our years, thinking that we're never going to run out of it. But how important, you know, would you say that it is for somebody who's listening to this right now to actually start planning from their 30s 40s or 50s how important would you say that is for you know someone who maybe doesn't have an idea of what their will is their life plan or the legacy plan what sort of advice would you say on that right now for somebody who's younger perhaps well i'm speaking here in the united states right when a a child becomes quote an adult at age Mm. 18 that is really when they need to begin to think about their end of life plan right interesting well, yeah. your child goes off to college, and if they first thing they need is what's called an advanced health care directive, right. which means if they are in a car accident and you get called as a parent, that they have authorized you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to speak with the doctors. Yes, yes. Private information. You say, well, it's that's like power of attorney, we sort of call that yes, over here. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you say, well, that's dumb. I'm the mother of court. No, right very strict absolutely in the united states so number one you need to have a uh, you know a young adult sign that right number two is you need to have what's called a power of attorney for financial yes care. yes because let's say they're gonna be in a coma sad, right but maybe their rent is due on mm, interesting payments on their student loans mm, who mm. knows Plus their passwords to their computer. Yes, of course. Most people have no clue what's That's going right. on. That's right. I have a little book. <laughs> yeah. And, mm. and, and so there's those two things, which in my case, I encourage, you know, an adult child, if, if they don't already have their own family, yeah. to put this information in a sealed envelope. Okay. Wise, wise idea. Yes, that you wouldn't be open, you know, the other thing, um, there's those two requirements. Right. It's important. Another thing that children seem to be very committed to mm-hmm. is they want to donate organs. Right. And okay. Of course. Yes. Of course. Back of their license and authorize mm. that. Mm. It's also a good idea to have a place where you have a list of the name of their physician. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, depending if you have a child who is diabetic or mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. who knows, yes, yes, you've got to have some maps and things set up mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. they can be properly taken care of. Right now, let's say you're 
55. Mm-hmm. What do you need then? Well, all those things I just described, you right. need all that because if you're, if you fall and broken your leg and has to have surgery, you're in the hospital, then you have to go to a convalescence place. Right. Of course. You're of course. Someone managing your bills. Yes, you are. Uh, depending on what else is going on you're mm. going to want somebody who's helping you with medical decisions that's right and of and course your mental state is not about you know if you don't so have any mental sort of capacity and then there's all the claims yes medical bills and on and on and uh of course let's just say you have a pet right if right okay set up with that yes well, who's going to take care of your pet while you're in mm. the you know and if your children are under 18, so all these wow. you need to have this circle. Sure. So Mary, let me just say one thing to you. You've just shared the, the magnitude of the things that one person requires, okay? And as you're speaking, and I can hear the importance of all of those things, but for someone who's not really in that space thinking about that right now, it might seem really overwhelming, all right? So how do you deal with, um, how do you deal with clients who really don't want to consider what you're saying? They know it's important. They know that they need to make sure they do it but they cannot handle the overwhelm because it's too emotional for them to start thinking about that at such an early stage tell me how you would work with somebody like that well um you mentioned in the intro that i have a company called advanced legal training institute yes. which i am involved in setting up continuing legal education for estate planning attorneys Right. And what I say to them is basically what they're talking about mm -hmm. when they're meeting with you and writing up your estate plan is they're talking about dying. Right. Right. Absolutely. Lots. We are. That's not what we're designed to do. No. We're designed to live. That's right. And so to talk about dying, what I do when I give presentations, I say, we're going to go visit a place, okay. which is that place when you're at the end of life, mm. how you want that to be. Do you want to be at home? Do you care if you're in the hospital? Right. And then we're going to document it. And then we're going to come right back to here and put that in a drawer. I'm with you. So you start with the and future in mind so and work your and way back. It is something to think about. Yes. Um, yeah, it's going to happen to all of us. I mean, mm. I, I don't know how old Elizabeth Taylor was when she died. But no, I'm I not sure. Live forever. Right, right. The world without her, you know, but right. eventually everybody dies. So yes, yes, it's inevitable. Yeah, it would be. And, mm. and then there's much more. I said uh, the third part is last wishes, but you may have some jewelry that right. is not necessarily valuable, but it was given to you by an your heirloom or something. Yes, yes. And you need to write little notes. What mm. I'm doing right now is I'm just laying, I don't have a lot of fancy things, but I'm laying okay. them out on my bed and taking photographs. Yes, good idea. Yes. And I'm taking a photograph of each room in right, the home right. and writing an inventory. Okay. And, um, having gone through the experience of having these people pass away sure. I mean, 
it everything moves quickly real estate people arrive yes and all yes of course and I understand that because I've experienced you know my partner passing away and, and trying to manage everything the other question I wanted to ask you because you've just mentioned you're doing that for yourself now taking an inventory mm-hmm. taking photographs listing things what's the emotional feeling that you're having actually doing this for yourself rather than doing it for your clients yes. well um I tell you I'm really realizing about my my me marry my attachments yes. things right how I take things and I put meaning into them mm-hmm. which they may or may not really have okay. uh, you know here in California we're having so many fires sure, so people sure. are literally losing their entire home right and right. until you've had some people pass away mm. and you understand how ephemeral life is of course and that this is all stuff and mm-hmm. the fact is um my brother who I adored who was tall and thin and mm. successful and had all this he had a massive heart attack hiking right, right. and um I just had breakfast with him that morning I did I and with each death in my mm-hmm, family, mm-hmm. I learned more of, right. in, in that all the money in the world won't bring him back. Of course. All of the course. stuff. Yes. And, and that's it, isn't it? It's 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 the stuff. And I think, you know, you're quite right that people can get so hooked on stuff that they forget to get hooked on real life, real people and and really repair any harm and, and, and conflict and all of those different things, you know, that really are important for someone who is sort of towards the end of life care or someone who's aging aging a little bit more and things like that. Or, you know, even if you're a younger person and you're not even thinking about that right now, it's so important you know as mary's saying to actually have a little bit of gratitude if you like that's what i'm i'm kind of getting the thread through from what you're saying here it's important to have gratitude so that you can plan these things with a with a clear heart clear conscience and of course um planning with what i always use the term grace and ease because you don't want to be fretting doing this type of planning for your your end of life care right because it's overwhelming as it is so if you've got somebody out here who's listening and you know they're in into business you know, how would you say that this relates to a business person, Mary? Talk to us from that well, angle, please. This is this is really important because I I talk about how I help people write their legacy, you know, yes. what they want to be remembered for, etc. But your business mm. has what's called a succession plan. Right. Yes, is, it does. Um, how you know, hopefully it consists of policies, systems, mm-hmm, methods, mm-hmm. how you work, a list of all the advisors, sure. something. So let's just say you're in the hospital for yes. whatever, a month or two, not necessarily dying. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Who is, steps Absolutely. in yep. as the CEO and what is available to them, what has been documented yes. in the systems and policy book where are the advisor Mm -hmm, lists what mm -hmm. would someone do where are all the passwords yes so everything that you have anonymous isn't it yeah you have in your business life and you say well you know my business isn't that big mary or yes make how much money i rent a little apartment Mm -hmm. i don't i don't even i mean i'm paying on my car i don't need a bill i don't need this stuff Mm. 
estate planning is not for rich people. That's right. That's a misconception, isn't it? That is actually a real big misconception, actually. You are right. And, mm. and like I said, with your 18-year-old needing the durable power of attorney and advanced yes, yes. And the other thing that can happen with an 18-year-old is, you know, potentially they may inherit money. Right, of course, of course. So they, There's so much uh, involved. There's so much involved, mm. and that's why you need to have someone who's dedicated to you. And, um, yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> and, you know, people that are living together, that yes, is yes. like marriage, but actually there are laws around mm. that. Mm. As far as so you, what you're doing, Mary, is you are opening up what I would like to term a can of worms. You know, yeah. sometimes this is the can of worms that people really just want to perhaps keep the lid on because it's one of those things that you definitely, like you said at the beginning, people do not really want to talk about death. We want to talk about life and living yeah. and fun and laughter. But, you know, someone who has been a grief counsellor, someone who works with trauma and, and, and end of life myself, historically, you know, I know how difficult that those conversations can be. But, you know, you're highlighting, you know, and this is what it is. You're bringing the highlights, you're bringing the insights and limelighting for us today. The importance of actually thinking about estate planning, thinking about planning for your end of life care and succession planning, more importantly, because we're talking to business entrepreneurs here. How important succession planning is maybe at the start of your business, right? That should be something that should happen parallel, right? All that I would, I would hope that anything you're doing mm. in your daily activities, a list of clients, Absolutely. a list of vendors, a list of bank accounts, a list of you know your tax returns, your tax, yes. all this kind of stuff somehow is. Uh, I mean, in big law firms, they have an office manager. That's right. That's right. All that data. Yes. And you need to have systems for backup mm -hmm. when things fall apart. And this is kind of like a giant backup. What I call all of this is everybody knows about being a grown up. Right, right. Not that I want to be a grown up every day. <laughs> oh, well, who does? We want to play child sometimes. It's good to have it. Let the hair down, Mary, right? Yes. <laughs> have and some fun. And we all know there's like scut to everyday mm. life. There's laundry, there's dishes. Absolutely. There's stuff, 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 stuff. <laughs> car battery fixed, whatever. Well, estate planning and getting affairs in order. Right. And making sure that your stuff is handled, even if you don't have a lot of stuff. Yes, yes. I mean, it's even more so if, mm. you, if you've got a lot of things. But um that's part of being a grown-up. Absolutely agree. Again, yes. You're modeling that yes. for your children. Mm -hmm. I and totally agree. So it's not one of those things that you can perhaps just leave under the what I would call the, the lumpy carpet syndrome, because, you know, we tend to avoid the difficult things in life because they're just too hard for us to to either face or to go through. And and you're quite right. It's, it's these are the most important things, actually, that oftentimes, you know, people will leave till last or they don't do at all. And then it's a nightmare, isn't it, at the end for the person who's got to then pick up the pieces to support them to to get things in order as well as 
as perhaps dealing with the trauma and the grief of their experience because obviously not everybody goes in a most amicable way do you see what I'm saying so again you've, you've also got to think about the, the life cycle of grief and and people coping and recovering from all of those things as well so Mary just to sort of wrap this up my lovely what's kind of one piece of wisdom that you would like to leave for our audience today in relation to legacy life planning and thinking about all of those things health edu- you know um, estates children finances homes what what sort of one you know nugget that of wisdom that an insight that you can leave for our audience today well i i'm with you make it simple and break it down into chunks so maybe go to a office supply store and get yourself a a box and Mm. with that box start to collect your tax returns you know some of your bills a list of just start slowly do it for an hour and then be done with it lovely then go back you know and and add to it and Mm. know that yeah this isn't the most fun thing i was gonna say that yes because it isn't the most fun thing at all is it really you're Mm. you're creating a gift yeah and one of the things that i i talk about the other thing it can help is to do it with a friend absolutely absolutely on the phone with each other right because you're right you're talking it's kind of a bummer it is it is (laughs) yeah you're talking about you know, and then in my case, I, I keep running into old photos. And right. And it just it brings up emotions oh. and all sorts of things as well. Yeah. So it's double sided sword here, isn't there really, to be honest? It's big. It's very yeah. grown up. <laughs> yes. So how do you find, I have another question that I want to ask you. Sorry to, to interrupt you. How do you find that the coaching element comes into the work that you do? You know, it, how, how would you find that you well, haven't? You know, and I was going to say this a minute ago. How does one lose weight? Right. Everybody on earth knows this. You mm. eat less and exercise more. It's super <laughs> simple. It's wow. not a deal. <laughs> and you weigh yourself and sure. measure yourself. Okay. So with any kind of class and you learn, right. you know, someone presents an art project. Like, oh, I'd love to do it. Well, You've got to start. You've got to be clear about your goal. Right. You've got to be clear about how the feedback is, mm-hmm. like when you'd like to finish and how are you in the process. But to me, the biggest part is the support. Yes, yes. And finally, what's your reward? And right. your reward might be saying to your children, hey, I just want you to know I just worked my butt off. <laughs> organized and i had a friend the other day uh-huh. tell me that his 92 year old grandma called wow. him from new york city okay and said johnny it's grandma and he goes oh hi grandma she goes i want you to know that i am currently death ready wow goes, interesting swedish term right right it has to do with sorting things and deciding who gets what it just kind of and she's like you don't have to worry about me i got everything all right my aunt my auntie's a bit like that she's 84 and she's going through the same process right now she's told us what she wants to wear what what she doesn't want people to wear and all of those different things already very happy about that particular episode in her life that's due to come so you know it's about outlook and perspective right would you agree? Absolutely. And mm. um, it gives you peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And I know um, 
uh, Nettie and I are in a training program. The woman who's teaching it uh, raises very fancy horses. Yes. And she was saying that she has an estate plan for each horse. That's right. Yes. Not unlike a pet protection plan. Mm. Horses, you know, live longer and have very complex health challenges. She's got it all written up. Absolutely. Yes. And I thought, wow. And a lot of it's a personality. Mm, mm. A lot of people are really resistant. So where does coaching come in? Yes, please. Coaching comes in like the person who needs to lose 15 pounds. Right. Because you're pre-diabetic. Yes. So what does a coach do? A coach says, well, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing horrible. I Mm. this Okay. What could you do? One little, you know, you know how coaching works. Well, I do. One <laughs> tiny thing tomorrow. Could you yes. have extra glasses of water? Right, right. Could you walk one more time around the block? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't make any difference. I feel like a total failure. Well, let's change our self-talk, you know. Right, exactly. And this is the same thing. Right. I mean, maybe, and I have talked with people about, about death and what that yes. means and the fears and who they have lost in their life and mm-hmm. I wouldn't believe the absolute terror that people right. have about perhaps losing a child of course all. of course it's probably the worst nightmare for any parent isn't it you'd never expect yeah. that and, to happen and, yes and the fact is we live of and course we choose how we want to live yeah. and yeah what lessons we want to share. So part right. of my journey now as a coach is to take these lessons I've mm. learned and share them with people that thank are you. challenged. Yeah. It's been beautiful, Mary. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your insights, mm-hmm. and really just bringing to life and to the limelight, you know, a subject that actually is almost taboo. You know, we don't talk mm-hmm. about, about life death planning and, wow. you know, and I, and I'm, I know it's an, an unusual subject to bring to the forefront, but I thought it was a very important subject that we bring to the forefront. I really want to thank you for being our very, very first guest on our limelight insights program. And of course, Mary, I know there's so much more that to the bow, to your strings, to your bow, and we'd love to hear from you again at some point but if there's any last words of course that you would like to leave for our audience if you just give us a you know a quick takeaway what is that well i just want you to know that um this is a difficult topic and for you to even consider taking time to think about it and putting your thoughts together in america only three out of ten people have an estate plan interesting wow of thinking about that Mm. and yet if you go out to dinner with your husband or partner someone can run a stoplight you could end up with children that are orphans so you don't want to be naive you want to be a grown-up and handle stuff i like that i love it so don't be naive be a grown-up and handle stuff mary thank you so much for your time on this Um, episode 001 of the limelight insights and i want to thank everybody that's tuning in to listen to this you know whether you're hearing it live or whether you are going to be listening to this on the replay we thank you so much and really do look out for so much more that's going to come from all of the wonderful people that we will have on this show that's going to bring you insights for life for money and for business thank you so much and take care bye-bye thank you